A team of international thieves are out to steal a $10 million microchip. If that goes in a missile, air defenses can't stop it. They've traced it to a quiet Chicago suburb. There are 14 houses. We're going to have to search them all. But the one thing they didn't count on... Nobody's gonna do anything about this. I'll just have to do it myself. ...was Alex Pruitt. Hi. <laughs> Critics are calling Home Alone 3 a knockout hit. It's better than the first two. This summer, one home stands alone. From the writer and producer of Home Alone. Ouch. Home Alone 3. Own it on video this June. My name is Adam. And I'm Melissa. And just like this movie, we're going to keep it PG on this episode. <laughs> this is Below Freezing, the podcast in which we talk about films that have a Rotten Tomato score of 32% or less. Uh, well, maybe we'll just go around the table. My name is Adam. I'm Melissa. And I'm Stella. Oh, wow. That was a, <laughs> a you clearly spiked the level. Damn. On that one. Uh, three, three St. John's around a table. Stella, who you, you last heard. On our Garfield colon A Tale of Two Kitties <laughs> episode. Like Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so Stella is rejoining us for one of our Christmas movies. What movie did we just watch, Stella? Home Alone Free. Home Alone Home Alone Three. Um boy, I so but Stella, we're gonna get back to you one sec, but I, I just wanna ask mom a question first. Do you remember, did you ever see this when it came out, or was this brand new to you? No, this was brand new. I've seen the Home Alone. Home Alone 1 and one. 2. No. One. You've never seen 2? I've seen bits and pieces of Home Alone 2. I've oh, never wow. seen the full movies. Wow. And so this was... I've seen half of Home Alone 2. I guarantee I you've, you've seen more than Mom, apparently. Y- yes. Um, well, so so there we go. I remember seeing this when I was a kid. Not in theaters, but I remember renting it and being really excited because of, of how much I enjoyed the first two. And even as a kid, being like, no... Nah, oh, this really? isn't right. Yeah, I just, I just didn't, I just wasn't on board. I just was like, no. Where did where, it go wrong for Kid Adam? When Kevin McAllister wasn't in the movie. Gotcha. <laughs> like, where, where's Macaulay Culkin? Now, something I did notice, like the mom in the first one had red hair, like, br- like they dyed it. Catherine even O'Hara. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, I saw that. I, I remember, like, it had bright red hair. Yeah, and then I, I, I'm assuming she's in the second one as well, right? I yeah. think she is. It's, yeah. It's okay. The same, yeah. It's the same. Characters in the second. The third one was just the characters. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> There's actually a little. Are they supposed to be the same family no, or no, different family? It's totally, okay, and, and actually, because the mom has red hair too, and I'm just like, wait, the are, only, are these the same? Really, characters? the only tie-in at all is that it's in Chicago. It's in Illinois. That's about the only thing. That has any kind of... There's a little bit I'll talk about that, but mm-hmm. really there's no connection between gotcha. this family and yeah. the other family. So what is this saying about people in Chicago I, or in the state of Illinois? Yeah, well, I, maybe don't live there. I don't know. Um, so, there's so, a lot of robbers here, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, people casing the dumb people who live in Illinois because they all still live there. You saved us. We were going to move to Chicago and then we got pregnant with you. Oh yeah, yeah. We were gonna move to. We were gonna move on that street. We were <laughs> exact house, actually. <laughs> what? Oh my god, um, mom, you would get robbers in your house all the time, and you would leave me alone. Yes, you would be the kid in this movie. <laughs> all right, Stella, defend our house. Um, okay, so we'll talk a little bit about who made the movie and who's in it. Um, so a, a guy named Raja Gosnell directed this movie. Now, um, he has directed some some things that people would know. He directed Never Been Kissed, which you still haven't seen. We yeah. have to watch it. He directed Big Mama's House. Do you remember Big Mama's House? I've, Where I've Martin never Lawrence, seen it. Martin Lawrence is like an FBI oh agent gosh, who goes wait. undercover. Yes, as, a, as, as a, Big as Mama. As Big Mama, yeah. Yeah, okay, wait, he, I have seen it. He also directed the Scooby-Doo live-action remake. Loved. 
saw that in theater and loved it. And the other thing about Raja Gosnell is that he um, he was the editor of the first two Home Alone movies. So oh. that's his connection okay. to this one. That's cool. Oh, do I have to? <laughs> I, you you gave me a look like we need to. Yeah, you gave me I a look. I did like, a pause yes. because Stella looked at me and I thought she was going to say something, but she just wanted to say that's cool. I think we got to keep all this in. We got to keep all this in. This is, I thought mom was actually going to be like on her game in this movie, but like in this. Stella is killing it. It, Well, you You have to, you're going to try to keep up. Of course I'm beating you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. But here's the thing I was surprised to know. John Hughes actually wrote this one. Now I, I know that he had written the first two. Uh, he didn't direct them, but this is this is the John Hughes of Breakfast Club, the John Hughes of Pretty in Pink, the John Hughes of um, uh, like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Like John Hughes is a talented screenwriter. Yes. I, I I was so surprised to see that he was he actually wrote you know, this one. Maybe he was like, they still want they they're still wanting me to carry this on. He's like, I I'm not even gonna try this time and now, let's see if they still want it. Now here's the thing about that actually. This was the fifth movie of a five picture deal that he had. So he was actually contractually obligated to write this script. Oh. So, so he was probably just like, I'm ready to be done with I, this. I, well, God, I'm sure he I mean when when and there's a little bit here about um Macaulay Culkin declined to reprise the role and then so did Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. They actually wanted to do a thing where um there was going to be a spinoff about the wet bandits, but then they didn't want to do it again. And then they wanted to do something with Macaulay Culkin's younger brother, Kieran, who plays his cousin Fuller in the first two movies. But then that fell through. So then there was this whole thing to just basically redo the entire story oh, from, from scratch. Okay. Um, so before we get to talk about who's in the movie, we should talk about what we drank to get through it. Now, to be fair, we weren't drinking anything to get through it because both of our kids were watching right. this movie with us. I so- had, because our kids were watching it with us, I had, do you still, what did mom have? Coffee! Cup of coffee. <laughs> and I had a Coke Zero and then a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. because that's what we were doing. But what are, so what are we drinking now? Stella, what are you drinking right now? I'm drinking strawberry lemonade. And how is it? It's yummy. Is there any alcohol in your lemonade? No. No, that's but right. Did mommy get you a cool glass? Oh yeah, yeah. what does your glass say? Elf Squad. Elf Squad. <laughs> there it is. Melissa, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a rosé. It, it is a rosé. I didn't pull the bottle out because I know you want it chilled. Yeah. But it, it doesn't matter the brand. It doesn't. It's a rosé. Yeah. I don't know what you're drinking. Well, and if anybody knows me from the show, you know I'm drinking a hazy IPA. This is a Firestone Mind Haze Whoa. hazy IPA. The this is a looks cool. Yeah, it does kind of look cool. Blue and and like like blue flames going on on the side here. I don't know. It's a it's a Mind Haze, though. Whoa. So let's all take a moment and cheers. Cheers. No, no real clinking. I'm going to take a sip. Right in front of my mic. <sighs> wow. Get Good it, girl. That, Get mi- it, girl. The mic picked all that up. Okay. So um, our cast, uh, Alex D. Linz played Alex Pruitt. He was our, our main character. Um, Haviland Morris played Karen, his mother. I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Olek Krupa, who plays uh, Beaupere. He is the leader of the spies. Okay. This guy has been in things everything. Okay. I only picked a few. These are some of my favorites. He was in two Coen Brothers movies. He was in Miller's Crossing and Burn After Reading. He was in The Italian Job. Okay. He was in Blue Streak, which is one of my favorite Martin Lawrence comedies of around this era. Um, Eraser, which is an Arnold Schwarzenegger um, bad movie. And I don't remember who he was in this, but do you remember Simply Irresistible? The Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh my gosh. Cooking. Wait a minute. I don't know if he's like. Was he one of the food critics? I think so. I think yep. he might be. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this guy's been in a lot. Um. And I, I, I mean, I'll say the names of the other. So, look, Rhea Kilstedt plays Alice. She's the only female member of the the crew of okay. bad people. The, the crew of um, thieves. Lenny Von Dolan plays uh, Jerrigan. Um. He's the one who sits on the chair and gets his butt electrocuted. So we just get, oh, gosh, so we know who we're talking about. Um, uh, David Thornton plays Unger. He is the one who has the long hair and gets the poop water oh, on yep. him. Poop water guy. I think that's how we'll refer to him. Yeah. 
And then, I mean, I, does it really matter who some? I mean, no. we should say that Scarlett Johansson is in this movie. Scarjo. As as Molly, the older sister of Alex. And I would like to point out that um, uh, Christopher Curry, who plays Agent Stucky, the FBI guy, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Has he? He was um, in Red Dragon. He was in Identity. He plays a lot of these, like, um, detective okay. kind of roles. Um which kind of makes sense for his sort of uh, typical standard white guy look. Um, but he's, anyways, yeah. he's just, he's been a bunch of stuff too. Okay. So Stella, there is an award for young actors. Did you know this? No. Yeah. So there's this thing it's called the, the, young, <laughs> the young artist awards and our, our main character, Alex Linz was nominated for best actor under the age of 10. He lost to somebody I've never heard of in a movie I've never heard of. He lost to Joseph Ashton for The Education of Little Tree. Not a film, I know. Mm-mm. Stella, do, do you, you know do anything about The Education of Little Tree? I feel like I've heard the word Little Tree, but I don't know what kind it is. Yeah. Well, already more than what we know. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but then we get to our type of award, the Razzies. Okay. Only up for one. It was up for worst remake or sequel. This was a hell of a year for that category because it lost worst remake or sequel to Speed 2 Cruise Control, Uh, but also nominated that year was Batman and Robin. That Um, is a brilliant movie. It is not a brilliant movie. Not at all. Stella would love it. Hasn't she seen it? I think the one with Poison Ivy. Have you watched that one? I've seen the one with Poison Ivy. And Mr. Freeze and Catwoman. Oh, yeah. Catwoman is not in that one. Didn't you like all those? Catwoman isn't in that one. I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember Catwoman. Well, <laughs> Mom, God. did you lose your mind? Every day. That <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of is true. <laughs> um, but but here's the thing, in terms of the of the box office. So uh, this number was crazy to me. This movie had a 32 million dollar budget. I have no idea where that money went. There were no stars in this movie, and it didn't seem like it was like a special wow. effects heavy movie. So. Uh, so what, the writer, it went to writing and but, maybe but, directing? But John Hughes was already contractually obligated. Like, I don't think he, anyways, huh. I don't know. Was but, it like a bad movie? What, well, we'll get there because you're going to have to answer that question. You're going to have to help us with that, yeah. Huh? Um, op- so opening weekend, it made about $5 million. In the U.S., it made 30 But worldwide, it made 79 So okay. it, it made its money back. It was the 69th highest grossing film that year. This is funny to me because of the movies that it's between. It's between Picture Perfect and Fools Rush In, which both star Friends stars, one with Jennifer Aniston and one with Matthew Perry. Um, A tie-in to Rewind 2552, because this opened in 1997, Um, uh, it opened at number five that week. Uh, A movie called For Richer or Poorer was uh, number three that week, but the movie that actually was the first uh, number one at the movies, which opened, this this might surprise, this movie came out on December 14th. Do you know what movie also came out on December 14th, 1997? Screen two. Why would wow. they not have capitalized on Halloween? Did it didn't seem to matter because it opened at number one? But that's yeah. I thought that was funny. Okay, Stella, I'm gonna mm-hmm. get real film nerdy with mom here for a second, but but you get to play a guessing game after that. Okay? Oh, I didn't even write my numbers down. Okay, well, you, okay, <laughs> okay. Just okay. This pick a number is, like six now. Nine, seven. <laughs> when Stella was on for Garfield, The Tale of Two Kitties, I picked Roger Ebert because he had a really he really liked the movie. Would you like to hear the opening paragraph for Roger Ebert's three-star review of Home Alone 3? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, here it goes. Call me hard-hearted. Call me cynical. But please don't call me if they make Home Alone 3. These words from my review of Home Alone 2 now have to be eaten. To my astonishment, I liked the third Home Alone movie better than the first two. (gasps) I'm even going so far as to recommend it. Although... (laughs) Not to grown-ups, unless they are having a very silly day. This movie follows the exact formula of the first two, but it's funnier and gentler, has a real charmer for a hero, and provides splendid wish fulfillment and escapism for kids, say, in the lower grades. Mm-hmm. I I am... I'm met for this. <laughs> <laughs> you, this movie was targeted for you. Yes. Okay. okay, this is my daughter. Exactly. She's going to steal. She already has. It's gone. You are no longer the co-host of Below. Yeah, yeah. Go, go. <laughs> okay, so now we get to the point of the show where Melissa and Stella can guess the Rotten Tomato scores for this movie. Here is the blurb 
Okay, from the website. Macaulay Culkin's precocious charisma is sorely missed in this hollow sequel, which doubles down on the broad comedy while lacking all the hallmarks that made the original a classic. So Stella, what the does fr- that mean? that's just what people think about the movie. So you have to guess two numbers. The first number has to be between zero and 32, and the other number can go all the way up to 100. So what do you think movie critics thought of this movie? What, what people like dad? Um, I think it would be a 20. 20? Okay. And what about like people like you? I would give it a hundred out of a hundred. It was really fun. <laughs> okay. okay. We got 20 and a hundred. Wow. Great. I love it. It's okay. really funny. Well, okay. I actually kind was going to pick 20. <laughs> I'm going to go with 21. Oh, you're doing the Price is Right thing. Yep. <laughs> oh, I just broke her heart. <laughs> um, and I would say audiences. Is that even a word? Audiences? The audiences? <laughs> the audience. The audiences. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. The audiences. Um, 37. Okay. So, Stella, I got to tell you, your 100 was was way off. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, but this is interesting. So, so, the critical score was 29. But the audience score was lower at oh. 27. So oh. across the board, this movie not necessarily well-liked. Roger Ebert's review is... Very uh, skewed. Apparently I read so something... Did the critics like, like it more than the people who watched it? That just barely, barely. Just barely. I also read something that apparently on the show, when Siskel and Ebert were reviewing this film, and, and Ebert said this to, to Siskel, apparently Siskel had a hard time like continuing the show because he couldn't believe that Ebert like this movie so much. <laughs> um, and, and I already kind of gave you some of my stuff on, on the trivia um, that Roger Gosnell previous, previously edited the film and that nobody from the first two wanted to come back and do it. Oh, also, the, the other thing, um, this is the only Home Alone film that doesn't take place on or before Christmas. All of this takes place in early January because somebody says it's January 8th. So even though all the Christmas stuff is still up, the hallmark of, oh, it's Christmas time isn't, isn't there yeah so that's that's okay just so as this a, movie wasn't really about christmas time nope nope it, it, i know just i thought it was we, we tried doing a christmas movie well it does still get but it's and funny then, it gets lumped into that yeah to that time though it kind of does because like it was snowing and it kind of felt like a christmas movie yeah like when you watch it totally did so I'll, i'm gonna just do the quick the quick plot synopsis let's do it um and then we'll talk about the things that stood out so for the first nine minutes of this movie, we're watching like a heist espionage thriller. Uh, a group of criminals are uh, trying to get access to a, uh, an Air Force chip that will basically make any missile uh, unstoppable. You won't be able to take it down. Yeah. Um, and and they, they got it. But as they're going through the airport, there's a miscommunication going through baggage claim. And an old lady ends up with the chip because they've hidden the chip underneath a remote control Mrs. car. Mrs. Hess. Oh, my God. I she's, forgot her name. She's nailing it. <laughs> she's nailing it. Um, uh, the, the criminals follow her all the way to Chicago, and um, they get lost on the way. They get the right neighborhood, so the criminals are basically going house by house to find who has it. She's gifted this remote control car to our young Alex, who is playing with it, doesn't know that he has this thing. Ultimately, when the bad guys find out who has it, they go to break in, and just like every other Home Alone, there's a booby trap setting up scene, a montage of I things. I've seen half of everyone, and it's true. <laughs> every booby trap. <laughs> I, that that's a moment that should have been filmed it right should there. Have been. You almost like meditated you there. Did. It was you were got you hit your zen spot with that. And that's really that's 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 the movie. Yeah. Um so Stella. Mm-hmm. I know I marked down some things that you wanted me to, but just without me looking at this. What is what part of the movie did you enjoy the most? What part was the funniest to you? Like what stood out the most? When the dad didn't have his pants on. That's great. So let's start. So so this is the second day that Alex has stayed home from school because he has the chicken pox. And because his mom had to go to work. Yes. But but so he's there with the dad for a little bit uh-huh. and the, the cab comes up and the kid. The, Alex is basically like the neighborhood like Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> like the just, kid tells the dad about his the, the cab. Yep. Exactly. And then he and then 
you just you it the screen turns and you see for dad with no pants on. Yes. So he's like, okay, I gotta go. Mom will be home soon. As he walks away, <laughs> you see him in very colorful boxer shorts, underwear. I kind of did see that. Almost. Uh, I know you covered your eyes a little almost bit. Almost <laughs> comically colorful. Yeah. Almost. Almost the kind of boxers that people don't wear in real life. <laughs> um, but it was great. I also like unicorns and rainbows on. <laughs> I, like I wasn't the, looking that. I like the way that Alex was like, Dad. Okay, do you have your bag? Yep. Do you have your wallet? Yep. Your wallet's in your pants. Oh, and it's oh, Alex. There was a lot of those like broad, yeah. like, ah, ah, shucks, kind of moments. Alex, you saw I didn't have any pants, and why didn't you tell me? I, but he did it in a fun way though, he did. didn't he? Um, and honestly, if Alex had this, how how far do we think the dad gets without pants on? Do you oh, think? Do you think he makes it out? Oh, really? Yeah. Man, I, I think was thinking. He got, I think he gets. Go ahead. Sorry. Wait, I think we're. I think he got on the plane without shorts, and wherever he went, he didn't wear shorts that whole day. He didn't even notice. See, okay, <laughs> that is a really good idea. I was thinking he gets to the airport, like where he goes right before security, where he has to take his belt off or his like ID, and then he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> well, at least you got boxers on by like but then, shorts. You know what about the sad, the sad cab ride home when he's like, because he didn't have his wallet, so he's got to go back. I mean. I don't know how you get that far in oh life. Oh, my God. This family's going to struggle uh, in well, years to it, come. It was already struggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, did you not watch this movie and go, okay, our family's doing real well. <laughs> I kind of did. I was like, compared to your family, like the first one, they forgot their kid because they were just rushing. <laughs> the second one, when they were getting onto the airport to <clears throat> Whatever they were going. They were, I think they're going to Florida. They're going to Florida, and he saw this guy who looks like his dad, and he went to New York, and then it kept going to this movie. So, so now this is this is interesting. I, I like this. I think so. We have the McAllisters. That's the family in the first two movies who are just terrible parents. Well, they yes. literally they left leave their... them. Like they don't even care. They just like yeah. we gotta go. Oh my, oh my God! Jesus, I'm so so, listeners, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> And then we have we have the Pruitt family. That was the family. This one, who, you know, they're just a busy family. You know, now yeah, they now, just got stuff to do. I, I have a, I'm gonna have a question for mom here in a second, okay. but I'm not I'm not quite there yet. But then then we then you have the St. John family. And compared to the Pruitts and McAllisters, yeah, we are we're nailing the parenting yeah. game. Yeah, we are. I mean, look, we're including our children in our interests. Right. They're right here. I mean, come on. Um, okay. So now we've now we've talked about this before. How in when I was about Stella's age now. I was a latchkey kid. I came home. I got dropped off the bus. Latchkey. I had. I had. I never. I had. I had the key under the mat, and I'd let myself in. You told me that you like they. Your parents had an extra key. They'd just keep it under the mat. I'm like, it was like when they put when Alex put the marbles under the mat. There was like keys under the mat. <laughs> what you, is marbles. what podcast was it? The where I I've never I never heard latchkey, and I was thinking something completely different. Well, you're also saying it really latchkey. It's not latchkey like somebody. It's a latchkey. A latchkey. Oh, it's two kid. separate words. Or well, no, latchkey is a. I'm gonna slap you, this Melissa. Is, I I really thought this podcast wasn't gonna be that long, and I feel like this is gonna be an epic. This I need. Is, it's gonna be two a hours. Stiffer long. drink. <laughs> that rosé is not. Dude. No. You need some of her strawberry lemonade with some gin in it. <laughs> Mom, you might have to get up soon and refill your bottle. <laughs> Her bottle. We gotta open a whole yeah, new bottle. It's gonna, it's gonna be so long. Um, but so, but what did you think? I, I, you're, you're, you work it from home a lot, you, yes. and then you go in when you need to. But I'm curious, like, Stella is the roughly the age of this kid in the movie. Yes. Like, would you? Would you ever be like Stella? I gotta run to Mill Creek and back. You're gonna be here for like an hour, hour and a half. Would you? Would you do that? No. The mom said she was gonna be gone. She would be like, "I'm gonna be here in like ten minutes. I just gotta show my face and get some paper. I'll be back in a couple minutes." But then it was like two whole days. He didn't get to see his mom. <laughs> she came. Like, like he, she came back for a little bit and then she left. Oh my god! Home. For a moment, I thought you were talking about something I did to oh you, and god. I was like, "Wait, what?" No. Yeah, mom, I would never no. do that. Well, just mom, recently. Mom was doing a work weekend. Dad was on a bender. <laughs> and Stella's Poor just here Stella. by um, No, we did. Stella did just get left home alone, like, for the first time, really. Recently, Mom went, where did I go? You took Sophie to pre-K. pre-K. And how and long do you think I was gone for? About, like, a 20 minutes. That's what I was going to say. It's about 20 minutes. I mean, it was, like, 11. I timed it. 
Yeah. But I'm just saying. Are you whispering as if like people on here are going to be judging you? For your... <laughs> Maybe. Like, but... If CPS is listening, please God, don't. It was really funny because I did tell Stella, I was like, don't open the door for anybody. And the first, when I came back, where was <laughs> Okay, mom was behind the glass door in the backyard, and she knocked on the door. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm terrified. What do I do? I looked back, and mom was just at the door. That's what I do. I'm like, don't open this door for anybody. You don't want robbers coming in. And then when I come home you're just like the neighbors are watching me open up our back gate which we never do i walk in the back and i i just stood there and looked <laughs> in our back window couldn't see stella anywhere because she's like on the couch with a blanket over her head like she was like <laughs> watching the tv show covered and <laughs> so she really is your child she really is <laughs> the blanket over the ears yes um so so I want to I want to bring it back to the movie and, oh, yeah, and because great. I know it's tough well Stella mentioned something maybe with like 20 minutes left in the movie that I had noticed early on and I was really oh can I tell it sure um, so the, Alex had the chicken pox yes and he I, he itched himself once but and then at the, all the way to the end he hasn't itched himself I, all the way now I, I I thought that was I get that you set it up in that first scene he's right. really it, he's itching himself inappropriately in front of Mrs. Hess which is, which is pretty funny but then it's like I mean, I, I can't remember having the chicken box. I was way too young, but yeah. I get the feeling that it's still pretty damn itchy. Oh, I've had it twice. And watching Ooh, him. Competition. <laughs> oh, I oh, had the oh, chicken box twice. Stop. Versus mom and dad. <laughs> this is my life. My life is my kids have Adam's personality and they gang up on me. <laughs> Whatever. I live in a house where nobody <laughs> listens to me constantly. Um, Stella, turn the ears off. There we go. Um, <laughs> so anytime we saw Alex and his chicken pox, first of all, I don't think it's possible for you not to get chicken pox on your face. I thought that was very, he had one up on his forehead, but he had no chicken pox on his face. I thought he, that was weird. He had to like lift well, you up got, his No, you got to keep the face, the well, face nice and clean for the movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anytime you saw it on his neck, I would like itch. Like as a viewer, <laughs> I was itching because I was like, oh God. Um, but I did call it. Did I not call it? I was like, okay, these uh, these robbers are going to get the chicken pox. And sure enough. That was oh, the, yeah. The, and they, they were getting scanned because they, they, were getting they went their, to jail. They were getting their mug shots, yeah. And, and they had the chicken pox now, all of them. I don't know how they got it because they did not touch him or come close to touching him. So I don't get that. But... Um, Maybe we're in the snow I'm going long. to do a... I mean, we might lose some viewers here. But just looking... At these robbers, I immediately was like, not vaxxed. I just knew it. I was like, they haven't had the chicken pox vaccination. They're getting it. I just like, I'm just saying it. I'm putting right out there on the table. I mean, are, is this, are we making this a bigger part? political podcast about Dad, whether or not you should get Dad, vaxxed? Dad <laughs> could easily delete that part. Oh, no, I'm not going to delete it. Yeah. I, like con- I like controversy. Yeah. Dad, if mom ever says anything and then I'm like, cut it. I go can't to back say that. to the movie. Dad keeps it in. I do. I, I, so it's times when I'm like, you gotta keep this in. Where I'm like, like sure, and babe, and I cut that shit. Yeah, I do. Um, um, so now I know that you you didn't see the movie when it, it came out or, or ever. I mean, I know ever, you, this is the never, first time. Yeah. So do you remember the trailer at all for no. this movie? Okay. I've never seen the trailer. I only thought there were two, and now there's like five, four. Well, there no, there were actually just three. There were two. No, no, no. There were actually two that came out that were straight to like video. Okay. And then there's this new one on Disney Plus right now. Okay. Um, but so the one thing I want to say is the trailer famously uses one of the ultimate one-hit wonders from this year. And considering how much shenanigans and, and, and booby traps are in the movie, the song will not surprise you. Over and over again in the movie, it's, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Oh, You're okay. never good. And so Chumbawamba is like. Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. That was the name of the band. That was the so. name of the band. The song was called Tub Thumping for some reason. But that song was like, and, and it made so much sense. And then like. I think because the trailer was more in my head than the movie. When the movie ended and I didn't hear the song, I was like, "What? A, that was that's a miss. That's a I, big I, miss." I, it's yeah, just I, like I kind of go with that. A lot of movies when they have music in it, they usually add it to the end, like you when know, it's starting to end. There's nothing that makes me more mad when you see a trailer, okay? 
And then when you watch the movie and that scene's not in the trailer, it's very rare. There's one. One movie well, that know. I remember. And I can tell you it right now. I'm going to. Spice World. What's Spice oh, World? Geez. Oh, I'll introduce this to you. But like. Nah, I don't want to. <laughs> you might enjoy it. You would. Anyways, it's the scene in the bathroom. Adam, I'm sure you remember this. And Victoria Spice was like doing something with her dress. And like, I, now I can't even remember the like what she said but it was that's it was that scene she okay. like says something with her dress it was supposed to be like funny because victoria spice doesn't say anything funny posh spice posh sorry yes, not yes. victoria spice posh. and um victoria beckham yes get it right i know <laughs> and it was not in the movie and i remember at the end of that movie i was like were what you so, were you like crying did you probably cry? stella i think 10 year old mom would have been crying yeah yeah mom, i do is this what you did that's exactly what I look like. <laughs> okay. Wait, now, wait, wait. Uh, we have to it. talk about we have to talk about these four. Can we talk about the movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have to talk about these four villains. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The beginning of the movie, yes. It's like this heist. They seem pretty scary and like they know what they're doing. And all, <sighs> all the way up to the airport where okay, so they lose their package mm-hmm. which was like a slip up on them there's four of them there they, there were four packages like i remember i saw one go down oh, just wh- someone grabbed it another one grabbed but, but it, the bag the bags it, that- and then they grabbed it and they looked in it and they're like find it yep and then they split up and within a matter of seconds get back together and they're like i searched terminal da 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 like all these terminals Say, i searched the bathroom i searched the toilet right? i searched inside the toilet and then <laughs> and then the guy goes there's only one place it could be. And he's looking up at the <laughs> the, 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 board, yeah. the departure board, which when you're in the airport and you're looking at that is a little intimidating at first. Like to, I, to I don't like looking at no. it. No. <laughs> and he found the one plane that's taking off. The only plane that's taking off at that moment. He's like, to it's Chicago. on the plane. To and Chicago. He, I mean, detective work, villain work. I'm pretty sure he's like got both a sixth the, sense at this both moment. Both of those together equals what he's doing. Oh right my god! Now. Exactly, Stella. <laughs> this is like he's a villainous detective. Yes, yes. he's a detective. The but first he's a villain, and he spies. I was like, they are good, and then I, I crossed out. You they. said that like five. 10, I did thousands. Times. And then I crossed out they, and I wrote he's good. He for him to be able to figure yeah, this his, out. His cronies were not great. He has the arc. I've never seen a villain have more of a downfall, I think. (laughs) He starts off so high on, like, he's so good at what he does, and then he just, not slowly, it's like the cliff falls. It's like, so, at the beginning, beginning he's really good, but then when he starts saying the chap, it's just like, I don't want this job. So, but I want to now bring it back to the day, (laughs) the day of all the shenanigans. Now we the question that we kept asking in the, like the last twenty five minutes of the, the movie, last day, like when, when, when they're trying to break in, Mrs. Heast, Mrs. Hess, yeah, well, no, Hess. but that's all. That's the same. But it's I, the I just same mean, day. We're talking okay. about like everything that they were doing. Where you kept saying, "How are they not dying?" Right, like yeah. they got electrocuted. He, one of the guys got spray black spray paint in, in his eyes. So okay, his eyes weren't even black. So so okay here. Now, yes, the electric, the electrocuted thing, the spray paint, but like, I, there's a few that I would like to point out that I, so no, because I don't think anybody dies from that. But I, so <laughs> you like, get very sick. Well, you <laughs> die, but it's maybe days later. Oh, maybe yeah, like, like, maybe yeah. that's why he got the chicken pox. Like somehow it turned red on him, and now it looks like he has chicken. <laughs> can, right? Can, can <laughs> you spread chicken pox through fecal water? Is yeah. that maybe. a thing? Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Let's <laughs> let that. Um, so for me, it wasn't the the chest full of books, but the weight. The oh my! Wh- on their head. Oh, the weight! It fell on so, their head. He was like looking for it. He was like. Ouch. That was that was one at first that I was like, okay, because okay, because I want to bring it back to the first Home Alone because, like, the pink cans to the face and like the the slipping on the Matchbox cars, while painful, you you can see how they could get up afterwards, right. right? Or like when they burn their hand, it's like, yeah, that sucks, but you can keep going, right? The weights falling off of a second story roof onto their heads, like, you're, oh, but this you're is dead. like after 
a chest full of books. Yeah, a second can immediate I yes. concussion. Can I tell you the one I thought yeah. was kind of weird to me? When they went on the trampoline, like I immediately said, there's probably not a bottom or it's either like ice, how cold it was. And then they fell through and I was like, how are they not like, how, how did their limbs not fall off? How did they not get frostbite? Oh, well, they definitely oh got yeah. frostbite. Yeah. They, they um, didn't lose any fingers. Well, not, well not we that didn't we saw. see that. <laughs> this was PG. Um, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Um, and then I think the other one that I, I just like, I know how like sensitive your coccyx or your, your tailbone is. And so when, when the, when the woman goes to sit in the dumb waiter and it's not there and she falls a flight down, I'm like, and when they, her com- legs are like up, her yeah, arms when, are up. When they comically like, bring her out, I was like, oh man, no, she's. She's never gonna walk again yeah, for the rest of her life. She's paralyzed. Her, like that's her how leg she was is. Sticked up, her arms sticked out, and her but I, legs were down. I'd like One to. The middle. I'd like to nominate the the winner of the How Did This Person Not Die Award. And for me, that was the like 1960s lawnmower coming off, and oh. somehow only kind of I, cutting his hair. Right. I said it. I didn't know how blood was it like exploding out of him. <laughs> right. Like brains weren't out. <laughs> uh, okay. That's exactly what I said because I was like, the lawnmower literally knew when to stop right at the scalp. Um, <laughs> like you still need your scalp on your head. Cause that's <laughs> okay. where you do. Well, you do, do need your scalp yes. on your but, head. But like, I don't know how nothing came out. Yeah. Like he didn't get a scraper or a mark. He probably got like a little mark. Yeah. Um, I mean, he it didn't was... look fine. He so, just got a little haircut. So Stella, there's a there's a, a part of the show where mom and I call it the savior movie. Wait, no show. Part of what we do, <laughs> yes, the part of the podcast where mom and I, we call it the savior of the film. And, and what we mean by that is uh, a person or uh, a moment, something that was like that, like that, that character was my favorite part of the movie or this person really made me laugh. So, so I get it. I get it. Okay, go. My favorite person was when they, all the bad guys got like hurt or something. It was. Oh, very- that's your moment. But what's your? Who was your favorite person in this movie that you were like? They made this movie amazing, and this is why. It would be that bad guy who sat in the chair when, or I mean, the guy who got electrocuted and flame came out of his pants. Like that made me laugh really hard. I, I was like, Dad, write that down, please. please. He was very comical. He I, was good at the comical. And, and I feel like they gave him the majority. He was also the one in all the, in all the disguises. Yep. He's the one who got the the water balloon with the plaster. He put it. His feet got stuck in the buckets. Yep. He, he, he learned how to roll <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. Yep. By default. Okay, my favorite. Wait, can I try guessing it? Because I think I know who okay, it is. Okay, what? I think it's that girl. No. It is the parrot. Oh, but the mine parrot. too. Oh, these animals. The animals the in this. was my favorite The too. animals in this movie are giving Dr. Doolilly's like. <laughs> Dr. Doolilly's? It was like. Hello. Dr. Wait. I, I believe it's Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Mom. Here's the thing. We can't favorite, even blame the alcohol on that Dr. one. <laughs> one of my favorite things the parrot did in the movie was when he when he went into the little igloo and he said, "Good morning, Poppy." And then yep. he and then he had the fire stick. He just lit it, that and then like everything parrot. explode. That parrot was so smart. I love. But, the, I, but sorry, I was gonna say Doctor Doolittle's. He these animals are giving Doctor Doolittle's hey, little Dr. animals Doolittles. a run for their money. Well, and, and it's not played in the same way where like all the animals can talk. It's just like the idea that of a talking parrot. It was, it was great. The line, the What's line. your it, favorite? Person? It's the parrot. Oh, mine was the parrot too. Oh, okay. If those are real, I'm an eagle. Yes. Referring to the, uh, the picture of the woman in the bedroom. Yes. That was very funny. So I have one line if we're talking about lines. So oh, please. Your, yours, <laughs> mine was when the kid says something about like, apparently people I guess, don't. I guess you have to be 35 around here before people start to believe you. Yep. And what did we say, Stel? We were like, dad's almost there. Maybe that's when dad will, will start like listening to dad. Like one more month. One yeah, more one, month. One more month. Oh my gosh. Maybe life will change for dad. It won't. He'll, he'll, he'll <laughs> wake up and he'll true. say something. We'll be like, yes, babe. Well, well, yes, we will call him babe. Well, we all call him babe. I'll, I'll wake hey, up. Babe. Uh, it'll, it'll be the Andy Samberg character. Like, seems like today's going to be a great day. <laughs> my favorite line. Is that when I start doing is, coke? Is my that? favorite. <laughs> My favorite line is when the parrot went into the igloo and said, How's your day, Poppy? 
Um, you sound like mom. Is this what I sound like in all my podcasts? Just repeating my. Well, right now you kind of do. Uh, she, like, like, like she I was just going to say. Stella's our number one listener. <laughs> she had, somehow has a Spotify account that we don't know about. Um, now I've just got the, it's going to be a great day. I know, I'm sorry. Birds are but tripping. If I could give, okay, so. The world we have, is singing. We have a savior of the film. I, 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 we need to come up with a new award with like, like, like um a walk on role award like like the award for the person who clearly is not meant to be in the movie for more than a scene but like nails it and for me it's the dog that froze when they said freeze oh, yep. oh, yes they they had the guns and the dog was like and the paw was just like <gasps> yeah i actually <laughs> that originally i wrote down for my savior but then the parrot just kind of Stole the show, but you're right. That the parrot was what I love for sure. I feel like everyone, people liked that movie that most because the parrot. The parrot was like, "I'm home, Poppy." I'm, <laughs> you're, I'm you here, just Poppy. Love that the, 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 the parrot said, "Poppy." That's you the are, only part I remember. Wasn't I? Like, didn't they keep saying "Monkey Brain" or what? <laughs> what was the Mr. Monkey Jocks? What? Is it from Bluey? Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so I think I, I, I only have one more little chunk that I want to, I want to bring up. Uh, but I, I love it because there's a couple of things that happen here that make me. So at one point I said, this, this movie is a real like boy who cried wolf tall tale, right? Mm -hmm. Because like he kept calling the police and the police kept coming, but they stopped believing him because they didn't see the robber, but there was actually a robber. Well, they actually never stopped believing him because the second time they were like, you have to understand, like, we don't, the the chief said it. You, the chief was you, like, we don't want to scare you from calling the police if something real happens. But then that boy, he was just like, you know what? I can handle this myself if you're not going to believe oh, me. Yeah. So he, it's not that he never called I, the police and I then they didn't show up. Well, so I, the, when, when the mom says, can you say, can you apologize to the chief? And his line is, excuse me for being a good citizen, which was, which just tickled me a lot. But then, but in the middle of all of this, so there's a second time he calls, there's a second house that the police come and break into because a child has called yes. and said, so the question I have is, they don't ring who, the doorbell though. Who pays for the doors? Right. Is that like, does the city of Chicago pay for the inept cops breaking does, into the house? Like, does like the people who live there be like, I'm wasting my money on could, the door say, and could, you broke it. Could you How could you? <laughs> could you? Could you imagine coming home and being like, what the hell happened to my door? <laughs> oh my and God. And your kid just walks and be like. <laughs> Your, I think your I think kids at home while the cops come. I think Stella and, thinks that we're filming this. Oh, she's <laughs> like acting it up. This is what I look like when I'm like. This is this is three much. glasses back. Mom, this is what you're doing. You're acting too. You're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you? <laughs> Are we just? Pew, pew. <laughs> Are we just making fireworks? <laughs> Jingle bells, clank, clank, clank. <laughs> I don't know. Were you a robot? <laughs> Clank. I don't. I don't know why I was like jumping up and down. Like, 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 we like, represent. Oh, this is devolving. Holy smokes! Okay, so oh. next time we do a pod with style, we have to film it because. I know. I wow. Know. You bring out the best of us. Oh. And this is why we had kids. Can I tell you one of my other favorite lines? This probably went unnoticed and wasn't that funny to either one of you. But so Mrs. Hess has landed at the airport. Or no, she's on her way to the, to get on the plane. And uh, she gets on one of those golf carts. And the guy's like, oh, no, it's when, it's, when she, it's when she lands. And the guy's like, did you check any bags? And she hops on. She goes, no, floor it. And I'm thinking... It's a golf cart, lady. You're, you're going to go as fast as you're going to go. I just thought, I love the idea of flooring a golf cart so you can go all of go, eight, yeah, eight miles. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so my last question. Can I tell you my favorite line? Oh, sure. Yeah. What's your favorite line? Um, it was when... Um... Is it when the parrots... <laughs> <laughs> What was it? Now I can't even remember the line. Hey, Polly. Hey, <laughs> hey, poppers. What was it? Hey, poppers. <laughs> it was, it was, if, I, if I had said the line was, hey, Scoopy, said, would, you, said, would you have believed it? Said, it? it said, the line says, I'm home, Poppy. 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 What's, okay. What's, 
What's your favorite line? It can't be that. Is it that? It is. <laughs> okay. Here's here's my 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 last question. This isn't this doesn't have to be the last thing we say, but my last question for both of you. We hear at the very very end that there's a six figure reward that the family's getting for um getting the chip cap- capturing the people, right? Yes. The, my question is, is do you think the reward will cover the cost of all of the damages to the house? No. Um, Cause I'm with Stell. No, I don't think it, it will, but they're fixing the house. They're, like they're renovating part of it. Yes. So I think that no, it's really I think, only for bottom stairs. Well, upstairs was already kind of like that, but I think, I, I guess my take on it was they're getting that six figure reward. In addition to them paying for the repairs you, of their house. Now, I, I'm really, like, that's, I'm. Maybe s- they got a trophy and the trophy was actually made out of gold. And we're like, <laughs> this is really rare, so we're just going to get a bunch of money by putting it in the bank. <laughs> yeah, sure. And now we've got money to fix that. Gold. They always put your money in gold. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to. You find gold, put it in a bank. I'm closing my notebook. I, I, um, I'm, I have one more thing I want to talk about. Let's do and it. it has to do with chicken pox. Okay. You got it twice. Big deal. Chicken pox. So he has them. Okay. He as in? The little boy. Yes. Oh, yeah. They have and them. And the he's parakeet. in the mirror and he starts looking. And then he starts to get naked. And I was like, oh, boy. That's what I said. Well, because I was like, he's, whoa. I was like, and then he turns pox? around. He goes, please, no. And he turns and he, you could tell he's like. He's looking at his butt. He's spreading those cheeks. <laughs> They're in his butt crack. Okay. Yes. Yes. Now, I'm the saying, one place. I didn't have chicken pox both times. Now, I'm surprised you didn't take this the step further. <laughs> you just when you were talking about he got his thing stuck in the toilet oh, seat again. Oh, that was a note. That was a... Wait, what Three people that? say it. He said... Uh, the note, he was like... Because he screams. He the screams. moment he notices he's got chicken pox in his butt. He's like... Ah! Yeah, thank you. And then the brother goes... It's not on like, me. Laughs. Laughs and goes... Oh, he got he slammed it, or he he slammed the toilet on his thing again, and then the dad's on the phone talking to a coworker, and is like, "I gotta go." He slammed his thing in the toilet again. Yes. And like, I looked at you, and I was like, "How do you slam the thing in the toilet?" Okay, so because you are the only male in this house. That's true. I, I told you how I think that it happened. Did you? Did you? Yeah. You did not. Okay. Yeah. Well, how do you think it happened? Let, I think he ran it. Just got stuck in his toilet lid. <laughs> he was like. But he ran towards the toilet. No, he didn't so, know he was going. He was like, so I think the idea, because this I this has never happened to me, but because of how shorter a boy is, okay, that like if you're not if it's so funny because there are some kids. This was never me, but there were some boys who learned to basically pull their pants down all the way to go to the bathroom to begin. <laughs> No, We're seriously. talking about this. This is, a, this is a thing. This is a thing where some like some kids didn't want to get pee on themselves. So instead of just like taking their but you know, underwear down a little bit, they would just pull them down all the way so they could pee and not get it on them. Oh. So sometimes the sequencing of like, oh, do I pull up my pants first or do I flush or do I put this down? So if if they drop the toilet seat before they've down. done the thing and because of how close their thing is to the toilet. You it might just snatch it now. <laughs> oh. So nobody wants that. No. Uh, and the fact that that's already happened to him before, the poor kid. I mean, hopefully that's a one and done. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I'm kind of like, maybe you should just do a normal way. Maybe you just kind of, you kind of just wish to be taller. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Puberty will help. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Just wish like, I wish I was taller. So Stella. We're, we are coming to the end of our episode. Yeah. Do you have anything else you what, would like to say? Yeah. What's the like the last? I'm home, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote that bit to the end. Yeah, she did. I appreciate it so much. Um, so Stella, this is the last question that we we have at the end of the podcast, and I'll actually give you uh, multiple options because because I think you actually enjoyed this movie. So Stella, I want you to really listen to these choices before you select. Do you think that Home Alone three was a bad bad movie, a good bad movie, or a good movie? A good bad movie. Oh, oh why a good bad movie? Because how the viewers decided on it, it was kind of bad for them, but kind of good for the people who. Now that's it. that's a very that's a very Stella. I'm thinking about others. Yeah. But but what do what do, what you, do you think? think? 
Like, do, do if you, you were to tell people, I, it was a good gun. Okay, good gun. there it is. Yeah, I, I have to say, if it was for another people, it'd be a good bad movie. This watching this with both our kids, I get um, Ebert's like uh, review. It, it, yeah, like I wonder if he watched it with grandkids or something, or because probably did you and your sister and sophie was not paying attention half the movie like she was something spinning, would happen she, she spinning, something she would happen jumping. and she'd turn around that i thought she completely missed and she would start laughing like so hard and then you would <laughs> so that was enjoyable and just whatever triggered you guys to laugh i didn't think was funny but what you guys thought was funny made it enjoyable so it was it's a good good movie to watch with your kids i would not mind watching this movie again with a bottle of wine, just you. In the movie and then theaters, talking about private, it. Private, just get private I mean, movie feed. Be like, we we did not talk about because the, the woman's possible love interest in Mrs. Hess. I mean, we just that, skipped over right? that because and that then, was not oh, appropriate. I'm for pretty this. sure, like, right? Like, and then another thing to talk about is like, Dad's not going on a business trip. <laughs> Mom, while he was <laughs> let's go- just face, let's just make while that clear. He was going to um New Jersey, and he was like. That's what he was doing. Wait, so wait. I, I, lo- I love, we're going to the Garden State. And just I'm going being like, to New Jersey. I'm free for like a month or so. My family thinks I'm going on a business trip. I'll be back in four days, but I'm not actually going to be back in four days. It's going to be five days. And, and, but I think I, but I think I know you're going to leave him home alone because I know your boss isn't going to let you do this. So like, <laughs> I think Robert might come because in the last two movies I watched them and it didn't end well for another family. I love the idea that this movie exists in a world where the first two Home Alones are like movies that people can see. That should be on in the background. Like like the dad's, wherever the dad is, you well, and I wait, know where Jersey. the dad is. Wait, in New when he, when wait, 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 no, no, no. When he's, when he's like doing his clothes, there could be a TV and just be like, boop. God damn it, Stella. (laughs) Why are you taking my thoughts out of my head? I tell her every day to get out of my head, and now she's stealing Uh, the pod from me? Well, on on that note. I just don't want to hang out. Stella. You killed it. High five. I'm whole poppy. (laughs) Can I just get a high five? Oh, my God. (laughs) Denied. Stella, thank you so much for being on our show. Yeah, thanks. We really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> Why does it look like Stella's going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she's going to have a heart attack. I, <laughs> I have tears up my eye, but it's laughing. So there's no way to, to end this any other. So, so no, no, no. Wait, I mean, I know this how is- to end it. Okay, please take I'm, us out. I'm home, Poppy. Okay. Oh. So uh, you can find us on Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We're on Facebook. Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Stella, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. We really appreciate it. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes. Good. I'm sure our listeners will enjoy this episode quite a bit. I don't know if mom and dad will be able to do another pod again. With their, our viewers are going to be requesting you. That's that. Anytime you get me off a pod, I'm going to remember the time I'm going to say, I'm home, Poppy. Okay, you that sounds good. <laughs> well, uh, until our next not-so-good film... I am Adam. I'm Melissa. I'm Stella. And thanks for tuning in. <laughs>